that lets you save the We're always yeah. talking about how to increase your metabolism, how to burn body fat, and they're like, well, what if I'm not one of those people? Yeah. So it's, sim it's, it's similar, but you have to change your diet around a bit. Like, you have to try to slow your metabolism down a little bit. Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. We're coming at you with a brand new show. We appreciate whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. So stick around. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. So today, okay, so when we're talking about hard gainers, I'd like you guys, like I'm hoping that you guys stick with me because it's an important topic, not just for people that are trying to lose weight, like everyone's trying to lose weight, right? But there's a whole nother demographic of people that are actually trying to gain weight. And it could be like, it could be someone that's been skinny their whole life, someone that could be looking to fill out their clothes a little bit more. It could be someone that could, that wants to gain a bit more muscle mass. And it's, it's all about body image. It's all about feeling comfortable. But those people that have no idea about hard gain, they they don't know about it like they don't know that it's very similar to if you call someone scrawny that's a hard gainer that's been trying to gain weight their whole life it's the same as calling someone fat who's overweight so and most people don't know that they don't realize it's a very sensitive subject so regardless of if you if this is if you're trying not trying to gain weight for example i hope that you'll stick around and learn what it's like to be on the other side interesting drew's a hard gainer what, what do you call the opposite an easy gainer <laughs> um, I don't know if there's not a name for them. No. Like easy gainers, people that gain, like most people gain weight easy. Mm -hmm. So I don't think there's a name for them. Like we, hard gainers was something that we learned about when we were in college or mm -hmm. university. And like I did when I was like trying to be, when I was an athlete and I was trying to gain muscle mass for my sport because they told you like, you know, you're this little skinny, little skinny kid trying to keep up with big guys. It's, it's really difficult. So that's, I mean, I suppose that's the premise and I know what it's like from, from growing up like that and being the skinny kid. And then you see what it's like when, when customers come to us and they say, Hey, I know that most people, like everyone thinks we do a weight loss. We don't do weight loss. So, so a lot of people will come to us and say, Hey, I know you do weight loss <laughs> which we don't and they'll say but i'm actually trying to gain like don't worry we've been there i know exactly what you're what you're going through so that's what we want to talk about today all that i was saying was that you and i are kind of opposites Yes. Yep. A lot. And most people are, like I said, like most people are, are the opposite. They are easy. It's easy for them to gain weight. But what I want to explain here is that mentally, emotionally, physically, like when you, when you are talking to someone that's skinny <laughs> and you're one of those people that, oh, oh, you're just, you're so skinny. It must be nice. But some people really don't like it when you call them skinny. Like some people don't, it's not appreciated. And, and sometimes it comes across as maybe it is a compliment. Maybe you 
mean that's a comp it as a compliment, but it doesn't always it's not always perceived that way. At a younger age, it's it's worse. As we get older and mature and fit into our bodies, you start to gain weight a little bit easier. But still, it's very challenging for a, a good chunk of the dem demographic. Like there's a good chunk of people that still struggle with it. it. Doesn't matter. Like you could be very young, or you could be a teenager or early adulthood, and then you're maybe you're getting a little bit older. Not 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 older, but like more mature, and you still have issues keeping weight on. Mm -hmm. And then you still, so you see it with, with women and then like you hear with like their butt, for example, like I, I, my butt is too skinny. I can't keep jeans on for example. Like that's not a compliment, right? They're like, they're frustrated. Um, and then for men as well, then you look at the men's side and they're like, oh, well, I'm a grown man and people still call me scrawny. Like it's embarrassing and it's really difficult, but most people don't see that. They only see the, like the whole world that wants to lose weight and that's trying, like trying to lose weight or has and like oversized instead of undersized. Mm -hmm. You would say there is less hard gainers? There's less hard gainers yeah. for sure. But I, I just mean like the majority of people think that there's only one. Like they're just like, oh, everyone's probably trying to lose weight. Mm -hmm. And then you see someone that's skinny and you're like, oh, well, they must have lost a bunch of weight. <laughs> <laughs> but they're actually trying to gain. So all I'm trying to do is show some, um, help show some maybe sensitivity. Around. Around the mm -hmm. Like for me, it was uh, like I was often the skinny kid. I was pretty good at, in athletics, which helped, but I was still the skinny athletic kid. And then you had like these little scrawny legs and like the little scrawny arms. And then when people, you know, people say something about them, it's 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 hurtful. Mm -hmm. You know, you're like, oh, yeah, I don't want to be the scrawny kid. <laughs> yeah, it's the total opposite because a lot most times people are like, oh my gosh, I don't want to look heavy in my clothes. But then other people that are hard gainers probably would buy oversized clothes because they don't want to look skinny in their center, right? Yeah, and it's it, there's the similarities. It's funny to talk about, but the, the similarities are so parallel, but the complete opposite. Like, it's the exact same thing. Like It's the exact same emotions when someone calls you skinny or scrawny as if someone calls you, you know, chubby or fat. It's the same. Yeah. It's the same feeling. But those people that are... I'm, all I'm trying to say is that I think it's much easier to understand from one standpoint that it's hurtful when you call someone overweight. However, that slur is. It's the same emotional feeling when you call someone, oh, you're too skinny. Like, put some weight on, you're too skinny. Mm -hmm. Like, I've been trying. <laughs> I've been eating cheeseburgers, girl. Wait. I haven't gained anything. You have to work hard. Like, I work hard at it for. So the body image that I want, I have to work hard for it. And then if I don't keep working on it, I'll lose, I can lose weight like that. Yeah. And then people get like mad, like, oh, poor you. But it, but it is like, I don't want to be, you know, like people only see like, oh, well, I wish I was like, if you were on the other end of the spectrum and you're too skinny and all your clothes look like they, they you know, like who, as a, let's say as an adult who wants to buy kids, clothes, <laughs> right? Because you're too skinny or too uh, small. It's cheaper. <laughs> Save some money there, but uh, but that's all I'm, I'm all I'm saying is it's the same difference. It's just a different spec, one in scale. Too. But if I go running, like sometimes I'll run with Earth, and I know that I can all run certain a certain amount of times, certain amount. Can't really run over a five k or every day. Like I I run every single day. Drew can only run probably times no longer than a five. Not that he can't run longer than a five k. It's just that it does the weight will come up quick. Oh, and the, and the <laughs> other thing is, so there's the I've thought Me, about. I can go around the dunny game and I still got some pounds on me. <laughs> <laughs> but so then, but then, but then you, I could, but then that's the other end of the coin is that then I have to change my nutrition, which is something I want to talk about today. But then nutrition has to go root and I already eat quite a bit, depending on what stage I'm at for weight wise that I want to carry. But 
if I'm going to run every day, then you, I got to bump up my calories to probably out. And that's a lot. That is like trying to gain weight. When I was doing fitness competitions, we had the bulking stage. And that was, I mean, we call the cutting stage. Is that what it was called? Yeah, cutting stage. The cutting, cutting stage. I mean, the cutting stage was really challenging because it was so restrictive. But the bulking stage was almost harder because you had to eat like it was your job. Like it, your whole day was surrounded by food. Like I had timers and alarms set on my phone and, and in the house to remind me to eat because it was like a full-time job just to gain weight, to bulk. <laughs> Remember that? Oh my gosh. And Dorothy's like, I don't want to eat anymore. And I'd be there staring at the bowl or the plate like, oh my gosh, I still have more food. <laughs> or it'd be like the end of the day, like getting towards the end of the day and I'd still have like two meals left. I had no idea how I was like my physically like chew the food. <laughs> It's true, like it's true, and I was and I was in the same boat too when I was trying to, keep it. and it, like you have, to, it's crazy. Like it's, it's the pain that like Anthony Robbins talks about pain, like pain or pleasure, and so one pushes you further and one too further. So some people are like, oh, that's too much pain, got to get it far away from that as possible, and then some people are like, oh, that's too much pain. Well, I'm going to push further and not let that pain affect her again. So for me, it was like I'm so tired of calling me scrawny when I got to university, uh, end of college end of high school early college i lived in the gym and, and that's it because i was so tired of people saying you're too skinny and then i was surrounded by athletes who big and bulk. i was like 18 in college when it went down to the u.s and i was the smallest skinniest kid around and like that pain was so strong that it made i gained pounds first year and everyone thought i was on steroids so 10 pounds 10, well it was yeah 10 pounds well maybe the first semester i don't mm. know it was quickly and it was very noticeable like you walk i was i walked in quite little i was 60 pounds 95 pounds so i jumped up to 170 75 pounds down quite quickly and never noticed for hiding that stuff. I actually had guys come over. They they came over to hang out and they were looking at my medicine cabinet and see if it's there. <laughs> but it, but understand it was a different era. It's a different world. Like some of you might remember like baseball or sports fan, Barry Bonds, Mark Wire, Sammy Sosa era, where baseball players like bodybuilders. So that was kind of pushed on us. We thought mostly had the better bass player, better athlete you would be, which is which isn't true. But that's just what guys eat. So we actually I had played with guys instead. So I just assumed I would do. I've worked with hard gainers in the past and we did a, I think we did a detox group and we had a couple of people in there that were saying we we're always talked about how to increase your metabolism how to burn body fat and they're like well what if I'm not one of those people yeah so it's similar it's it's similar but you have to change your diet around a bit like you have to try to slow your metabolism down a little bit but you can do it a lot of people just don't put in the effort they just say oh I've tried in the past I try to eat a little bit more and then they don't gain weight so they're like ah doesn't work for and me. it's even harder to do when you're eating clean, right? So because, for example, my experience of gaining is from the, the from doing fitness competitions, so from like the bodybuilding world. And there was people there that in the bulking stage would eat like Donald's pizzas and blizzards and like French fries. <laughs> like they would eat all of the, the wing night, like all of these unhealthy foods, right? Fast foods. Because you have a, tar a target calorie mark to hit in your bulking time, in your bulking stage. So they, honestly, I knew people that wouldn't even care how they got to that cal calorie Most. mark. This just as long as they reached that calorie mark. But for Drew and I, it was important to, to bulk clean. So that's why, <laughs> another reason why it was even harder because... Oh, do you remember the amount of oats that I was eating? Even you, when you were trying to gain some, like, oats, like, cups. 
cups a day, right? Rice. I, think one, I haven't counted for yeah. a while. Well, one cup is like five calories. Yeah. Well, anyway, it was like, it was even harder to do it clean. Yeah. But well, most people don't get like in that, in that world, you don't really care. You just need mm-hmm. to get your calories in. Mm-hmm. They, th- they think a calorie is a calorie. Then you have to look at digestion issues and you have to look at quality of life, <laughs> which was drastically altered at that stage. I have a picture of Dorothy and she's like right before her cutting stage and she's like sitting on the bench, got like this belly in her. She got <laughs> I'm some- trying to eat food because it's like you're eating all the time, like all day long you're eating. And I'm like on the bed trying to eat my last meal or something. <laughs> it was in a pretty photo. No. We're in the hotel room. Yeah. And you're like, I can't believe you took a picture of that. Look at that belly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you funny. have to, like in that world, you have to gain body fat because when you cut down, you lose muscle, some muscle mass. So you're trying to get rid of all the fat and then a little muscle mass comes with it. And you want to keep as much muscle mass as possible. But um, anyway, so, but we were counting. That, and that's one of the things I want to re- recommend to hard gainers, but for everyone, like it, it's so beneficial to have a success journal. And for me, a written success, a a written success journal is much better than having it on a computer or a phone. So if you just have a little booklet and every time you eat something, you write it down, then you have it with you all the time. And one of the things that I do is I like to highlight and make notes in it. And it's really difficult to do that when you have a, and I know everyone's like technology here like these days, but I just think having something written that you can carry with you and take you, it's, it's more top of your mind, like your phone, you open up your phone and you have 15 different apps and they're all sending you notifications. If you have one notebook, that's just nutrition then you can say okay this is my notebook every time you carry it with you every time you have food you open up and you write in you don't have to do this for the rest of your life all i'm saying is that for those people that want to know what's going in their body and have different goals of whether that's weight loss or weight gain then you have that with you and we did that with our clients yeah and and most times when i was working with one-on-one clients of course they wanted to lose weight so we would have them record and then i would sit down with them every session and almost every session someone's eyes were open like i can't believe i ate out i ate out that often i can't believe I drank that little water. I can't believe I snacked that much on chocolates. Like whatever it is, if you don't write it down, you don't know. And that's all there is to it. I just, I preferred the paper journal because then you could go back and compare. It was easy to like flip through and look at your days like stacking up. Yeah, for sure. So, and then if you like really want to get into it, we're not people that count calories on a regular basis. We wouldn't tell you to weigh your food, count calories, jump on a scale. But if you want to, in the macro level of understanding what's going on with your body, I would suggest tracking some calories just to see where you're at. And it was, it really helped me because I knew like I had it down to a science. I I knew that when I was counting that I was around 23 to 25, 2600 calories is where I would need to be to maintain. And then anything above that, if I wanted to gain 28 roughly to 33 is where 3300 calories. So much. It's a lot of food. That's a lot of food. Is what I would need Mm -hmm. to be at to, uh, to gain. When people try to gain, you gain with pizza and fries and cheeseburgers. And that I wouldn't call that sustainable. At least not healthy. Might be sustainable for some people. (laughs) (laughs) Don't think you'd feel very good. Well, so I just mean some people live on that, right? Mm. Like, and it's that's reality. Like, I've looked at food journals for years, and people would often, like, a couple times a week is a lot. I would say is a lot. Yeah, you with your food journal, whether it is for gaining or losing, wherever you're at, it is most important. Or my number one recommendation would be to be honest, right, in your food journal, because a lot of times we would see clients. <laughs> I don't want to say a lot of times, but sometimes we would have clients come to us and they would have a perfect food journal, like just perfect. 
<laughs> but then they would be talking to us about like a bit like just said most people that would reach out to us wanted to lose weight so they would be talking to us in in our in our little meetings what do you call it chickens about how they didn't have a good week or how why aren't they seeing results and anyway it was just like well you kind of have to be honest in your food journal for us to help you <laughs> Mm. right (laughs) yeah can't really tell and so but then you need it's also about being honest to yourself right (laughs) yeah yeah it's i mean there's calories in calories out it's it's a science like you can't fake it you know like if you if you look at someone's food journal and they're doing everything perfect and then they say they're working out five days a week and then you don't see any changes with them like something isn't something's up not adding up <laughs> so it, and it, like if you write down the perfect journal i mean you can't i mean it's just it's, it's hard to talk about and obviously i'm stumbling over words this was understand this was years so it's not anyone that was we've been working with anytime recent but if you like if you look at a perfect food journal and like someone copies it down from like my book and you want to help you're, and they, they coming to you for help like how can you help them you're not truth but it's the same thing with yourself like you got to be true like oh i work out all the time and you work out once a week and then sometimes twice a week every other week like that's not working out all the time you're just fooling yourself into believe, believing that. Mm-hmm. So, but one of the things that i did was i slowed down my metabolism so i, <laughs> I was like stuff in my face i was so we for us we talk about burning body fat and eating small meals throughout the day, which also gives you energy, improves digestion, a number of different things. One of the things I experimented with was doing the opposite. So I said, instead of having five, six plus meals a day, sometimes seven, depending like very small meals, I would, I slow that down. And I said, okay, if that's what burns body fat, I wasn't trying to specifically trying to gain body fat, but I was trying to gain weight. So I said, how can I slow my metabolism down? Because I naturally have a fast metabolism. So I broke that down. I know I need to have about a thousand, 3000 calories a day. So each meal, I would, my goal was to have a thousand calories only three times a day so i was sitting there like so you could look at uh let me so i I posted one on my on my page not too long on the true form page oh yeah that was a big oh yeah it had oats a bowl of oats so one cup of oats is about 500 calories so you have to find out how to get 500 calories and then you had eggs and avocado and toast and peanut butter yeah so a piece of toast i think is a, a 100 calories and then a peanut butter like a tablespoon of peanut butter is 100 calories so that's 700 calories and, and then avocado avocado seven that's probably 800 but and i then think you had two slices of toast maybe two slices, but then there's eggs in there so two eggs is a, i think they're about 100 calories each so that's 800 plus 200 is about a thousand and then i had a banana in there whole banana is 100 calories so 3100 so that was just over 3,000 3, calories, but it wasn't all that enjoyable. <laughs> you gotta sit there and like make sure you get all that food in you. And we're like, it's hard because we're not huge calorie counters, right? We don't count calories no. at all, or we don't recommend it. All we're saying is here in this this short, like if you want to know what's going in your body, you should record everything. Like maybe do it for two weeks, like record everything, write everything down. And then to take that to the next level, start counting your calories. Because here's the thing that most people don't understand is you don't get enough calories in the day. Oh, most. That's most. most and, or they're empty calories. So if we were to count clean calories, a lot of people get like, might have a snack for breakfast. They have a decent lunch and then nothing till dinner. So that's, that's like 1200 calories. Maybe you need close to, um, 1800 to 2000 in most cases and then you have to count you have to account for exercise if you're exercising that needs to be replaced but um i was just thinking about how um i 
I, I'm a food, like I love food. Like I can eat food. I have no problem eating food. <laughs> and um, I would always eat like when I was scooping out food, I would like scoop myself like the same portion as you. And then just like, Dorothy, I'm like a 200 pound man <laughs> or whatever. You can't eat as much as me. And I was like, I can <laughs> eat as much as you. But it's funny, right? Like those, those adjustments that I had to make as well. <laughs> right. Don't need as many, I don't need as many calories as you do. Yeah, you but still then, do it. But then on the days <laughs> that I run, like I have to replace those calories. So I probably eat more than you. I don't know about you don't think I eat more? I feel like I'm eating more than you. <laughs> well, I wonder what I was going to say. But at any rate, yeah, it's true. Because Dorothy was trying to, she's like, I'm working out, I'm eating right. And she's like, because I think, what I also want to say portion control is something. Most, if we talk about portion control, everyone's like scared about how much food they're eating. Right. That's the problem, like when, you know, with our society and lack thereof like we don't have enough friends money we don't have a big enough house fancy enough car like every our whole mindset is in lack so we're scared of having too much because we feel like we don't have enough of anything so when it comes to food we need to have more food to increase our metabolism burn body fat so it's hard to talk about portion control and saying like be careful the only time i see people eating too much food is when it's not clean like it's like when people are going out to eat or having cheeseburgers or they're having like mashed potatoes like mashed potatoes and gravy is thanksgiving you know, like that's the only time I see people eat too much food. Otherwise, it's not enough food. Like you don't eat enough clean food, too much unclean. Food. Forgot what I was gonna say. I had something. Sorry. I was trying to get in there. Sorry, you didn't let me get in. <laughs> but um, but that was the thing that Dorothy was doing is that she likes to eat. And when we say food, we mean like real food, clean. Food. Not people are like, oh, I love food, and they have like wings, deep fried this, like calamari. It's not food. <laughs> this is a like a beautiful salad with all kinds of different colors and green peppers. That's the food we're talking about. But so. Dorothy was trying, like, I eat the way I eat more pretty consistently, unless I'm trying, specifically trying to gain. So I'll have a half a cup of rice or quinoa, for example. And anyway, so Dorothy was filling her plate up the exact same as me. And she's like, I'm working out, I'm eating well, I'm, I don't know what's going on. And I was like, well, you're eating, like I, like I fluctuate, I'm about between 185 to 200, given where I'm at. So I'm like, I'm 200 pounds and you eat at the same food as me. <laughs> she's like, oh, good point. <laughs> so yeah kind of depends what your goals are and where you're at if, if there's any message i want to share if you're a hard gainer you can change that like you, mm. can, you can change that and i don't feel like you don't have to eat like forever you just have to figure out what's best for you like the times of day the types of food you have to figure out what's best for you but without recording without counting some calories once in a while without putting in the effort like sometimes people try for a few days or try that for a couple weeks and they're like nah didn't work for me i'll just be skinny <laughs> like you have to figure out what your what your why is like why is it so powerful for you to make a change in your life. oh man we had the deep conversation yet you and i had that conversation yesterday with my running remember i do remember Why? i was sitting here talking about it <laughs> well because i reached my i don't know it's funny goals but i reached my 200 day run and then i just didn't feel motivated anymore and drew's like what's your why and i was like oh, i don't have a why <laughs> <laughs> and we sat here and like so hash, we hashed it out for about a half hour and then i put my running shoes on and away i went <laughs> you're welcome <laughs>
<laughs> you gotta have a reason. You gotta have a yeah. reason. The reason is for the hard times. Yes. Like the reason has got to be to get you going when you don't have that money. And for me, I don't know if other people are like this, but for me, the hard times are always after I reach my goal. No, post goal depression. Yeah. Post goal blues. Like I can, if I have a goal, like I can push like pretty hard. But then I reach my goal, and then like the day after my goal, or a couple days after my goal, that's the hard, hard Perfect. part. Yeah. Why? Well, thank you for talking me through that. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah you gotta have a why if you don't have a why then what are you doing dave don't forget to eat <laughs> dave is the word we'd be in college and he'd be six o'clock at night and we'd be ready to get getting ready like getting ready to go out for the night like what are we doing and he's like i don't think i ate tonight today did he eat today <laughs> no i don't think i ate today <laughs> I don't know how you don't eat in a whole day. But that, you know, actually Dave's doing awesome. He lost like, I don't know what you lost. I got my arms around him for the first time. My hands touched. <laughs> he lost a bunch of weight, like 60, 70 pounds. But um, he's changed his diet a bit and he's starting to get active. But uh, that's the thing with your metabolism. Like, that's why we say the people that we work with don't eat enough food. Like Dave, for example, would eat once or twice a day mm. or forget to eat. Or forget to eat. So his metabolism was super <laughs> slow. So to speed that up, you have to eat. But <laughs> But then that's what we talked about is people's mindset of the more food I eat, the more weight I gain. And I can go down the list and tell you a dozen people that I know that, that have and are or have been overweight and they eat once or twice a day or, or maybe three times a day, but probably not even consistent. And their metabolism is super slow. So you try to be like, hey, you got to eat more food. And they're like, nah, if I eat more food, I'll gain more weight. Okay. That <laughs> mindset is so hard to break. I don't even, you don't think you can. Some, they have to figure it out on their own. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Because I've worked with clients too that have that mindset and I can't I couldn't really help or coach with that mindset it was just too difficult to get by and it'd be the same thing with the opposite and trying to tell people to eat more food like oh I can't eat any more food or I'm eating enough food like it's that you you can't beat it it's like science you know like you can't like it's not that complicated calories in calories out in most cases understand we're also talking about clean calories but if you're eating enough calories you'll naturally and I'm actually it's forced if you're eating too many but if you're eating enough calories your body will gain that's all there is to it so if you're eating three that drew says that he ate three thousand i gotta eat three thousand well if you're eating three thousand consistently not for one one or two days out of the week every single day and you're not gaining then you got to try 3500 and 35 isn't working you got to try four like that's just how it is it's not like i'm not saying one thing you know I'm not, and then you, you have to understand your workouts how much are you burning when you're working out so if you're doing an hour of cardio you know that's gonna take a bunch of calories down which has to be replaced above and beyond it's like we talk about hydration well if you're drinking diuretics for example if you have coffee in the morning and you you're like, oh, I drink at least a liter. Well, if you're drinking a liter of coffee, <laughs> you're a liter behind. Even yeah. if you're drinking a liter. So it, it takes some manipulation. It takes some time and effort to figure out. But it's very clear how it works. You just have to figure out what's best for you. If you're not gaining, you have to eat more. <laughs> so that's how it is. And it's a good thing to, to be hungry. You're hungry. You eat. Yeah. A lot of people are afraid to be hungry. Yeah. What's going on? Hungry all the time. That's the first thing that we hear when we, <laughs> when we start to get people on track and bowel movements and hungers. Hungers. And two first ones. Yeah. That we hear like, oh my gosh, I'm starting to have, starting to poop every day. We're like, yay. We're like, yeah. Awesome. Like something's wrong with me. What's wrong with me? Like you're supposed to. It's a good thing. And we don't mean like going and eating fast food and then going. I have friends that do that. They'll go, oh, I poop all the time. They'll go eat fast food and then they'll have diarrhea, have diarrhea and be like, I'm good. You told me I have to go every day. I'm like, <laughs> what I was talking about. It's a little bit different, but uh, you should you should have proper bowel movements consistently every day. Once a day, and it should then, be a comfortable thing, <laughs> right? Yeah, going to the bathroom should be comfortable. Feel good. 
<laughs> and then um, when you like, the more you're hungry, the more often you have to keep fuel. Like we we try to get people on breakfast right away. Those people that aren't eating breakfast, so they start eating breakfast, and then they'll forget to eat a breakfast, or they'll have a late breakfast, or skip a breakfast. They're like, "I'm hungry," and like Some, something's wrong. I'm hungry all the time. I'm like, it's a good thing. Your metabolism is speeding up. You need to fuel to keep your metabolism burning. I talked about um, that and about breakfast in our FitFam the other day, and I was like, "I love breakfast. I don't understand the don't eat breakfast thing because I'd be so cranky." <laughs> <Remember>? <laughs> Well, that's the thing is people are often cranky like eat something because their blood sugar levels are so low. So they eat something like, ah, feel like a human again. Or sometimes Drew just says, would you eat some food or something? <laughs> <laughs> or, or did you put your oils on today? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> That's code for change your attitude. Or what was that thing that said, I'm about 10 minutes away? You know that one about... Uh, from being a different person? I don't really if get I that don't, one. If I don't eat within... 30 minutes. 30 minutes, I'm about 10 minutes away from being a different person or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a funny one. I'm like, That's true. <laughs> I need to eat. I don't need to get angry. Yes. <laughs> yep, you do. It's true. Let's go eat some food. Yeah. Breakfast time. Breakfast number two. Breakfast number two. People make fun of us when they hear we eat two breakfasts. <laughs> Not make fun of us, but they're like confused. Sure. Not really sure what that, that means. means. <laughs> two breakfasts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you very much for tuning in, checking out our show. Bye. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Once again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. You can always find us on facebook.com slash trueformlife. We post up there a couple times a day on our story. We're always trying to bring you more content around living a healthy lifestyle, whether that be nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. We also have free challenges that we do at least once a month. So if you follow us along there, you'll be able to join maybe a plank challenge or a squat challenge, Tabata challenge whatever it may be we'd love to have you join us we're also on instagram.com slash drew tadia again we're posting up there a couple times a day along with our story all dedicated to keeping you fit and healthy and on track our main website is trueformlife.com if you want to check out some of our products some of our services or if you just want some great content from videos to blog posts and recipes and more we got all that at trueformlife.com. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadio, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.